giving and pleasing to you. Thank you, Jesus. Choices. 
means. Right. Teachers, 
right now in the name of Jesus, we shall be lifted and not bars. Right now, oh God, you shall open up until the good treasures. The heaven, Lord God, you have given unto us rain that's raining blessings and favor into our bosom. Right now, we decree and declare that we shall lead into many nations and not bar. Right now, the name of Jesus, oh God, I am filled with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places. The power in me. I seal these declarations in the name of Jesus. The power of prophetic voice in the mighty name of Jesus. The power of prophetic voice read, written by Pastor Joe L. Azamore. Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. As I decree and declare your word out of my mouth, I believe according to your word in Proverbs 18 and 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat his fruit in the name of the one who died. Hallelujah, we give God the praise. Hallelujah, we bless His holy name. Hallelujah, we thank the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We give Him all the glory, we give Him all the honor. My God, my God, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Hallelujah. We give God the praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you glory, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Let's just thank the Lord, hallelujah. Let's give him praise, hallelujah. Let's bless his holy name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we just thank you, Lord, hallelujah. We give you all the glory, we give you all the honor.
Thank you, Lord. I am Jehovah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, God. Hashikabosaya. Oh, yes, God. We give you all the glory. Hashikabosaya too. Yes, Lord. Come on, come on. Cause you know my name. Ain't no victory within me. No giant. Hey, you hold my hand, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Shamataya. In your victory. Thank you, Lord. Cause you know my name, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You hold my hand. 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 
walking with us on this morning. Shakaya Tokoriya Mare Gorosa Kaya Masaya Bato. Play si 
Every satanic curse that's been placed over your life, I break it now. I plead the blood of Jesus over you, bros, and your children and your family now. Over your ministry, over your business, over your health, everything uh, that the Lord has promised you for 2022, it shall be yours now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Rosa Kaya Bashikate. Rosika Borosa Kataya. Rosikebe. Lady another Rosika Boshi another Rosa Kataya. Oh, we give you glory. We give you glory. Come on now, y'all. I give God the glory. We give God glory. Come on. Hallelujah. It's yours. It's yours. It is yours. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Receive it. Receive it. Oh, do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? I say, do you believe it? Do you believe it? I say, do you believe it? Receive it right now. It is yours. Take it by force. It's yours now. Receive it. I know that you believe it because if you did not, you would not be right here with us on this morning, on this afternoon, on this evening, whatever part or area you at, because I know there's over 200 and something countries listening in. So wherever you are my God. Come on y'all let's praise the Lord Hallelujah let's give God some praise. Come on now let's praise him Come on now I dare you I dare you to come on and praise him Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Hallelujah We give you the praise Lord Yes Yes, Lord. Ah! 
with all that. Bye-bye. I'm not going into 23 with all those problems and all that pain. Oh, no, oh, no. No, I'm not. You better know it. Come on back. Come on. So long. Bye-bye. Come on. So long. Bye-bye. You better tell that pain. You better tell that sorrow. Bye-bye. My God, my God, so long, bye-bye, come on, bye-bye, come on, bye-bye, 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 come on, bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. Hallelujah. I believe as the Lord is speaking to us on this morning, 
He's speaking through his songs. Amen. As we praise and worship him on this morning. May God bless you. We welcome you, Soar International Outreach Network. I am Lady Apostle, and we are so honored to have you here with us this morning. Hallelujah. Please come on in the sanctuary. We're open. That's right. We're here. So come on out and bless. Be a blessing. Come into the house of the Lord. Amen. So that you will be blessed. Amen. Hallelujah and glory to God. As you look at the bottom of your screen, all of the announcements for the week, hallelujah, is there. We're also going to have um, a food, hallelujah, Christmas drive. So those that may be in need of food, please call 513-494-6678. If you need food, you need to call in. We're not going to call you. You have to call in. So call in and we will be glad to make you that food basket. Amen. For you and your family. Amen. Because I believe that we don't you don't have to suffer. Amen. For the new year. Hallelujah. When there is food. Amen. God has given us food and it's like we allow our pride to stop us from receiving. You know, most of us, we work. Most of us have this. Most of us have never been in that situation in need of something. Because we're always helping somebody or we want the people to think that we have it always going on. But it's okay to be in need. Being in need don't mean you poor. Being in need don't mean that you're not who God says that you are. God didn't create food pantries and resources for it just to sit and expire. But he have created those resources and food pantries for you to come out to receive what the Lord has for you, especially when there is a food pantry that we, you know, we, we don't go by income. We don't go by geographic location. We don't go up. We don't go about, you know, how much money or how much status or prestige you may carry. If you need food, you need food. Cause at the end of the day, the prestige, the power, and all that stuff is not going to matter. Because when you're hungry, you can't think. When you're hungry, you can't work. And when your children is suffering, then when you're wondering why they grow up to become who they become, because you missed out on one important part in their life, and that is keeping them fed properly. And sometimes we think maybe one meal a day or just we got to eat what we have and just be grateful. Yes. But when God has made resources, for you to be able to come and receive it. Come and get it. Come and get it. And it's not no anything. You know, we are we are a ministry of excellence. We are SOAR International Outreach Network, which SOAR International Ministries is our mother. Amen. We're the outreach that because we have an international ministry outside of US. So that's how Outreach Network came into play. But SOAR International Ministries is the mother of SOAR International Outreach Network. Hallelujah. But we network outside of U.S., uh, different countries. And, and like I said, right now we are actually speaking to over 200 and what, 90, maybe 303 countries in the world. So all I'm saying is that God did not allow us to be an um, outreach network for us just to sit and hold and harbor everything that we have been given. 
He has given us the, the resources to be a blessing. I don't have to judge to see if you're being greedy or not. God will do that. I don't have to judge to see if you're not being upfront and honest when you're constantly coming back. God will see that. We're just here to supply what God has. But at the same time, God do give us discernment. Amen. And I pray that nobody take any resources for granted. Amen. Let's be thankful, be grateful, but also think of others. But don't let the stuff sit when you have the ability. Most pantries have closed down. But we're located right here in Fairfield, 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. We're not just here um, on Sunday. We're here during the week, but you have to call in because we're in and out doing different things in the community. But if you call us, we will make sure that we meet you and give you food. We're here Tuesdays and Wednesday counseling, pastoral counseling, spiritual counseling. We have some professionals that's doing mental and health um, counseling. We do marriage counseling, suicide counseling, money management, time management, budget management counseling, communication counseling. You know, if you can't communicate, you messed up, right? Yeah. So I'm just saying we offer a lot of different resources, amen? We're not just here trying to collect numbers and dust and seeing who can fill up the sanctuary because, believe it or not, we have more people here during the week than on Sundays. And I know Sundays is just a set, the day that most of us know to go to church, but church is every day because we are the church and the need is every day. So we thank God for the people coming in and out, but those that don't have a church home or those that may do and just want to just come back to get the word and go to your church because we're open 845 a.m. to 10.30. Most services don't start to 10.30 unless if you're sitting on a leadership. I don't suggest you to come because you have to be in your ministry. Amen. We're not here trying to take nobody's members, trying to over, no, come get fed the word. But we suggest those that don't have a church home because we're also looking for workers, those that's willing to come and do the work, come and fulfill your calling. Many members of the body working together. Just because I am Lady Apostle don't mean I control or own the church. God owns the church. But there are gifts that we need in this ministry to help us fulfill and do much more because there's so much more that we can do. But sometimes we're limited because of the body. But we still do a lot. Amen. So come on out. Join us. If you need a call, if you want to be secretive, that's okay because we keep things confidential. We, I'm not going around saying, oh, so-and-so need food or the pastor over here needed food. So what? I, guess what? If I need food, I'll get food and I'm an apostle. I'm just saying. But believe it or not, I'm, sometimes I'm tired of looking at food. Because <laughs> we get so much food, it's like, Lord, amen. Hallelujah. And I'm constantly praying so my appetite have, have come and, and under subjection. Hallelujah. Of obedience. Amen. So I'm not greedy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So we just give God the glory. We give God the honor. We thank him, amen, for what he is doing. And, and we just grateful for all the resources and those that the people who has been blessing us and giving us. I mean, we we have an abundance. We just thank the Lord to be a resource. 
But at the same time, when somebody said, come and get it, you need to come and get it because guess what? We can't hold it because that means because other people are in need. So it's not that we don't want to help, but you have to also be obedient. If you call and ask for it, you have to come and get it. Amen. Sometimes, you know, one thing about SOAR International, hallelujah, we're going to keep it 100. We're going to tell you the truth. So help us God. Amen. And love. Because if we don't tell the truth, then come on now. How are we going to walk in truth if you don't hear truth? So we like to be transparent and be truthful. Even though sometimes it can be direct. But thank God that you're getting truth. Most people don't want truth. People want to hear lies. People want to hear what makes them feel good. But in this time and season, we need truth. So when you sit up under a ministry or you under the voice of whatever man and woman of God and they're speaking the truth and, and, they're, and they're there to help you and push you and they have been laboring for you, praying for you. Don't let people come and sway you out of your place of deliverance. Don't let people come and move you out your place of your assignment. Because in this time and day, that's what people is doing. They're acting like they're with you. They're acting like they're praying with you. They're acting like, oh, I'm this to you. And then they whisper because they see the anointing that is on the individual and the truth that's coming. And sometimes jealousy and envy. They don't want you to prosper. They don't want you to go forward, even though they act like they do. So you got to be careful and make sure that you're hearing God's voice. If God has put you in a place, stay there. Don't let people come and say, well, come and come to my church. Come and come to this. Come. No. If that's where God puts you, stay and let God work in you. So that wherever he calls you, you will be ready and equipped. And yes, sometimes it don't feel good. And yes, sometimes the truth hurt. And yes, sometimes they prick in areas that we don't want people to, to prick in. Amen. But at the end of the day, come on now. We come against every spirit of voice right now in the name of Jesus and every spirit that would try to come on here and, and, and put in um, different things. We come against in the name of Jesus. May the blood of Jesus deliver them. May the blood of Jesus help them. May the blood of Jesus work with them in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Because you can't stop the truth. Amen. So we just thank God and the Lord going to speak to us today. Hallelujah. Dealing in leadership. We've been studying the book of Ezekiel. That's right. We've been on chapter 25. Amen. Hallelujah. And we have went over to, we're going to 26. So this year we've been going through the book of Ezekiel. Amen. Hallelujah. But I believe that the Lord wants to speak to us. Hallelujah. On today. He wants to talk to us about loyalty. Hallelujah. Loyalty. Amen. But before we go into that, amen, we're going to let's worship and then we're going to talk about loyalty, if that's okay. Hallelujah. Loyalty. Because we have already talked about healing different wounds of anger and frustration, disappointment. Amen. And we need to be on See, When God get ready to use people, the enemy always come in and try to snatch them out. Amen. But I pray wherever you are and whatever place that God has placed you in, no matter if it's this ministry, whatever ministry, may the Lord God see you back there and that the enemy mouth will be shut 
and would not hinder you from coming to fulfill your assignment in the house of God. And every negative word that somebody has spoken against a leader that's been helping you and pouring into you, I cast it down in Jesus' name because you heard God's mouth. You heard him say, that is the place, that is the person that is going to watch over your spirit until I call you and to wherever I will call you. So I break every voice of discord. I break every voice of manipulation and control in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That's why I'm telling you in this season, when people come in your ministry, hallelujah, you got to be very careful. Amen. Everybody, because the enemy coming in and sheep clothing coming in like, oh, they love God and oh, they have such a prophetic word for you, but really their hearts is far from God. They're really coming and trying to plant something negative. So that's why we're praying for the spirit of discernment. So that even if they come in with that negative intent or that negative motive, that the Holy Spirit will arrest them and deliver them and set them free in Jesus' name. Let your house be the house that they be set free in. So that even when they leave that place, they will never have it in their heart and spirit to ever go and try to manipulate or try to destroy the plan of God with somebody in somebody else's life or within themselves in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We just don't throw people away. You know, it's quick for us to say, oh, put the coals of fire on their head. Oh, put this on their head. Yes, we could do all of that. But at the same time, we still have to have grace because God had grace with us. But at the end of the day, if they do not obey, leave it to God. God will deal with them. Then they become a reprobate to God and God will remove them out of our life. But until then, we pray and we ask the Lord God to deliver them. Amen. Hallelujah. Some people just ain't going to want to get it right. Some people just ain't going to want to do right. You can tell a person's motor and intent, especially if they cannot come and be truthful before you or sit down with you. There is something in their hearts. Amen. But we pray that their hearts, hallelujah, be open. That they be delivered and set free in Jesus' name. Amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's worship. Amen. Before we go into the word dealing with loyalty. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No one can, no one
Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, come on now. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Amen. Victory belongs to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Amen. Let's go ahead and prepare our hearts to get ready. Amen. And start our sermon. Hallelujah. Amen. We give God the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you as you decrease me that you may increase. Holy Spirit, we thank you, Lord, for this sermon on today for your people. As we're preparing our hearts and minds to get ready to go into our 2023, Lord God, open up our understanding. Open up our ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to say. Illuminate our minds to absorb truth through the word of God. God, we just thank you. We thank you right now, O oh God, that the word of truth shall set in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Just wanted to read something I thought that was awesome. Amen. It was something that I got from an article that I read, and it talks about character. It says, truth lies in character. Christ did not simply speak the truth, but he was the truth. The truth through and through, for truth is a thing, not a word. Or not just words, amen, but of life and being, being the word, meaning that when we say something, we should be what we say. If we say we're going to do something, we should do what we say. We should not let people sway us away from doing what God told us to do and what God have told us to say. The truth worth, it says, the true worth of a man is not to be found in man himself, meaning man, woman, boy, or girl, but in the colors and the textures that come alive in others. So it's not about how good you are within you, but how good can others become because of what you put out? See, it's not always about our education, going to college and receiving a degree for ourselves, but it's for us to receive that degree, for us to be a blessing and a help and a resource to someone else that may not have a degree. So it is the colors, meaning not just a black, white, yellow, blue, or red color. I'm talking about the colors of our heart. Is it true? Is it loving? Is it kind? Is it compassionate? Is it patient? Do we have patience? Do we have the ability to be still and know that it is God? The textures. Are you willing to deal with people that may not look like you, may not sound like you, may not be like you? Amen. 
Because at the end of the day, it's colors and textures that come alive in others so that when people have been around you, they are growing. They're coming out of whatever that may be, and not because of you, but because, first of all, the God that's in you, and because his miracle-working power in you, he said that he will draw all men, because Christ is in you and me. It is him that's drawing them to him. They want to change. They want to be different. Amen. You're ministering to their spirit. You're not just telling them anything. But you're giving them the truth. You're giving them hope. You're not, they're not willing to give up because they know that there's something on the other end. So it is that. It is, it is just that texture that comes alive in others. And then there are two other things that is great. To have God so to dwell in us as to impart his character to us. And to have him so dwelling in us that we recognize his presence and know we are his and he is ours. Meaning that nothing that we do is because of us. Not who we are is because of us. Only because of him. The one is salvation. The other assures it. Sacrifice alone. Bear and unrelieved. Unnatural and dead, but self-sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice things within? Illuminated by love. Warm in life. It is the death of Christ. The life of God. And the blessing is an only proper life that we have. So we must learn to continue to what submit under God. Submit means that we need to obey. We need to be under obedience or walk in obedience. We need to be put under, subdued unto, not ourselves, but unto the spirit of God. Not to submit to our own self, but submitting to God. Walking in everything in diligency. Being diligent means to be able to await earnestly and eagerly. Having carefulness and earliness and eagerness for the things of God. Amen. We must also be faithful. Even in our worstest times and trouble, we must learn to be faithful and stay in a place in God that we need to hear from him. Because when we're faithful, we know that we are merciful. We are kind. We are gracious and thankful. And we know that there's nothing that can stop us from doing what God is doing. So I pray on today that your faith muscle be strengthened. Amen. That you continue to be an overcomer. Amen. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. Amen. And glory to God. Hallelujah. So I want us to go to the book of Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter three. First Timothy chapter three. Hallelujah. Get your notepads and take some good notes. Amen. 
first Timothy chapter three. And then I want you to get your notepads and everything ready as well. And we're going to start at verse one, I believe. I wanted to start at verse one. I told you we're talking about loyalty. Amen. Loyalty. Hallelujah. Loyalty. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And in, in loyalty, we must understand that the trait of trustworthiness is part of loyalty. Let's read First Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. It says, and, and, I'll, and I'm going to come out of the Amplified Version, please, if that's okay. Because I'm putting meat on the word, hallelujah. Amen. The saying is true. In King James Version, it says, this is a faithful saying. So we have faithful and true. Amen. So true also can be translated into trust. Amen. So the saying is true and irrefutable, meaning if any man seeks the office of a bishop, that means overseer, superintendent, manager, supervisor, whatever leadership position that the Lord have placed you in, it does not mean just a bishop title, but it's overseer. Um, it can be a superintendent, a manager. It can be a choir leader. It can be usher leader. It can be music ministry leader. It could be leaders in the leadership training class. I'm just saying. So it's not just bishop. Overseer can translate to so many different other titles. Amen. But the Bible is saying bishop, amen, which back then was just someone that was overseeing the ministries because the gifts had not yet been manifested to walk into the fivefold that we have the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the evangelist, hallelujah, so, and pastor. So at that time, there was overseers that was overseeing the church until the gifts begin to operate and work together according to the fivefold ministry. Amen. So they were doing the work that God was calling them to do until those would get into place. Amen. So if any man or woman, ministry is just not for man. It's for woman, boy, and girl. There are children in ministry. Hallelujah. I just want to be clear because a lot of times when you hear a man preaching and he just says, man of God, man of God. Most sometimes women get offended. Women, we don't have to get offended because remember, we come out of the rib of man. We became one man. So at the end of the day, they may not address us as woman of God, man. You know, it's okay, but we're included because God is not a prejudiced God. 
God is not a God of discrimination, nor Greek, no Jew, Gentile, or come on, I'm just saying. So we are all called according to God. So we all are walking this walk to do ministry together. So men, get over it. Women, get over it. I'm just saying. Because at the end of the day, we're here to work together. God did not pull us from the side of a rib for us to be working apart or coming against one another, even if that's in marriage or in ministry. Because you have men and women of God that works together in ministry. And not every last one of them are sleeping with one another. That's the first thing we think. That's the first words that come out of our mouth. Because you see them walk close together. Be careful how you put your mouth on people. Amen. Because you're speaking and sowing discord, which is not good. So just because you see people walking together don't mean that they're sleeping together. Are doing things out of the ordinary together. Now there are some that is. Amen. And God help them. Help us all. Amen. But that is not for us to judge. But at the same time. We as men and women of God. Wants to be honest and up front. Because remember we are set as examples. So. Like Paul says. Follow me as I follow Christ. So as we're following Christ, we want to make sure that we have self-control, which we're going to talk about all these things. Because he talks, he says, desire to have an excellent task. Amen. I said that SOAR International, we work in excellency. We're not perfect. And we don't try to do everything perfectly because we're not perfect and we will never be. But when I say in excellency, I mean that we do everything so that God can see how we have such a desire to present him in excellency. So we're going to do our best to have the best. Not go out of our mean or go broke in doing it. No, that's not what I'm saying because God will provide. God will give us everything we need to do what we need to do, even though it may not look like it. Even though you may not have the support that you would think you should have because of who you have supported. Many of us have supported so many people. But now when we have been put in turn to do the work, that support is nowhere around. And we could not get mad at that. But sometimes God will isolate us. God will put us to the test to see will we still do his work without them helping? Will we still get up early and do what he told us to do if nobody comes? Will we still do and go where he tell us to go when nobody support? So our trust need to be in God, not man. Woman, boy, or girl. Can I please help somebody? Because they will leave. You have three type of people. I love what T.D. Jake say. You have a confidant that's going to roll with you when you're right, you're wrong, you're good, you're bad. Gonna tell you when you're right and gonna rub it, gonna, gonna get you right. Them the ones you want. Then you have a constituent and a comrade. And we know the difference between them two. 
They only come around when they need something. They come around when y'all on the same page, when y'all both after the same goal. And once that goal is complete, they done got what they need and now they got their way. But if they find somebody else that's going after the same goal and it's going to get them further and where they're going, they will leave you and go with them. Hallelujah. Act like they never knew you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I'm just saying to somebody, if you got one confidant, you a lucky somebody. But at the end of the day, you got to understand that Jesus is our confidant. He's our everything. And I know you said, Apostle, that's not easy. Because we human, we used to being around people. And yes. But when you put your, when you get in that intimacy with God and get into his presence, I'm not saying that you're not going to need people because in this life you need people. You need people with you holding you. But the most important person that you need to be with you and hold you is God. And he will send the right divine people to hold you. Not those just to hold you until they get right. Or, or until their things is okay, then they leave. No. Or they can allow somebody to come and sway them out of their place when God has put them. No. You need people that's going to be with you. Even when people say, girl, boy, don't go around that. She ain't right. He ain't right. You know what? I don't think you should. It must be something. Look, look, look what's around. Look, don't you know it should be more going? I'm just saying people will put things in our mind to make us believe a lie. You got to know that you know what God said, because when you know what you know, what God said, then guess what? Nobody will be able to put nothing in your ear. You're going to roll with that person no matter what. Do you know how many years I've rolled with people when it did not look fruitful? When it didn't look right. But it was God that told me, you better not move. Even when the pain and the hurt was there, you better not move. Even when they really didn't care for you, you better not move. Even when they weren't supportive of you, you better not move. Even when they speak behind your back, you better not move. Even when they betrayed you, you better not move. Even when they knew you needed help and walked away and went to go help somebody else, you better not move. What do you do? You don't move. Apostle, are you crazy? No, I'm not going to let somebody use me like that. I'm not going to let nobody. Let me tell you. When God say don't move, you better not move. When God say don't do something, you better not do it. Because God is what? Building you. He's building your confidence. He's building your trustworthiness. Come on now. He's He's building not only your personal integrity, but he's also building your personal um, self-control. Amen. He's building your characteristics in him so that not only are you walking in your own self-confidence, but you're walking in confidence and boldness of him. You're walking in his intelligence. You're walking in his determination. You're walking in his integrity. And you're going to be able to have such a sociability anointing that even when you come into a room, the atmosphere is going to have to change. Amen. Because you're going to be motivated by the Holy Spirit, not man. See, that's the difference. When you're motivated by the Holy Spirit, then guess what? You can seek, amen, and desire to do an excellent task, amen, in your work. Meaning that in all that you do, you're going to do it in excellency. When everything that you prepare, you're going to do it in excellency. You're not going to have do it. You're not going to do it just to where it's going to benefit you, but it has to benefit so many others. We do so much just to benefit ourselves. No, it's not about us. It is to benefit others because when we benefit others, God takes care of us and our families. God takes care of us 
than those that we're praying for. God take care of the things that we pray and we have left and we have not went back to. But down the line, he begins to take care of those things. Why? Because we have done everything unto him in excellency. We have put him first in excellency. We have done the work in the ministry in excellency. We have served people in excellency. We have been around people and helped people in excellency. Not just any kind of way. Even in the house of the Lord, we must take care of the house and make sure the house is excellent unto the Lord. Amen. We'll go and buy expensive things for ourselves and for people to like us when they really don't care nothing about us. Matter of fact, they ain't even paying us no attention. But when it comes to the things of God, we give God one dollar. We give God five dollars. Now, please, don't get me wrong, if that's all you have, that's, that's okay. But we know that we are able to do more. But we look sometimes at the man of God, the woman of God, and say, mm. but you're not helping us. You're not doing it unto us. You're doing it unto God. See, that's the part of obedience and sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice more? More than you can. But you will go and give the prophet that gave you an A, B, and C a thousand dollars. When some would not even do a prayer for you. And we are coming to the house of God and not put a dollar. And I'm not a woman about money. Please. But I'm trying to help you. If you want to be blessed, this is a part of loyalty unto God. See, I'm telling you, I know this. I tie in this ministry and this is a ministry that God has called me in. Who tied into uh, their own place where God had called them to do the work in? Most of us do because we understand obedience. And also God knows that I tie, I give everywhere else. So my money is not just here. But every time I get my 10%, and then let me tell you, I don't work a 9 to 5 for a man. I want a 24 for God. But in my other expertise, hallelujah. As the Lord used me, I give my 10% and that's commission. It's not a paycheck. Most of you get paid every week, every two weeks. Some of us have a salary in the church. Some of us have a salary in the ministry. I don't have a salary by man. God takes care of me. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, I use my salary to help the ministry. I'm just saying. So this ministry is not based on what you give. This ministry is based on God. God provides. I'm teaching here. We need to learn how to give. We need to learn how to be obedient to God. Because in our giving, don't you know that is a a breakthrough in our healing, our deliverance, in prayers for our family, our children, our marriages. Come on. In our giving, it's not just always money. It's our time. It is our trustworthiness. When we have told God, God, we're going to come and we're going to fellowship here. We're going to do this for your ministry. We're going to do this for you. And then you let people come and move you out because they come and whisper in your in our ears and say, don't trust that woman. Don't trust that man. Blah, 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 blah. Because they are unhappy. They see the anointing on you and they see the anointing in the place. And they know if you ever reach the place that you need to be, you won't be so dependent on them. See, we got to get people to depend on God. People will 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 trick you and, and and sway you to want to depend on them. They want you to be.
be like you, mama, daddy. It's okay to have those, but have God. Listen to God. Listen, especially when it's dealing with your spiritual state. Before you make any move, before you make any decision, be obedient to God. And then be obedient to that man or that woman of God that God has entrusted over your life to be able to talk to them first instead of go to talk to people and then let them move you out without. I'm telling you, it's not good. That is a trick of the enemy. No matter where we go, our exit is very important. See, we could come in any kind of way, but it's how we leave. Because you never know if you have to go back over that bridge tomorrow. And that may be the only way back to your spiritual state. But if you have broken that bridge, you cannot cross it. But that's your only way to your destiny. So that's why I always say, be careful on your exit. Be careful how you leave. Even though when you leave, they may not like it. But be honest. Be upfront. But make sure it's God. Don't go on feelings or emotion or on people. Make sure it's God. Because that man or woman of God going to know it's God. And even though they may, you may come and they know that it's not God, they say, well, that's not what God said, but they won't stop you. They'll let you, but they'll be praying. They'll be praying for your sake. That's a true man or woman of God. Because sometimes people want to see the grass that's on the other side. And when they realize that it's not green, they come back. And sometimes that door is closed. Not because they closed it. But maybe there was a door that God closed and said, nope, now I'm taking you this way. So now you got to get it this way. So make sure we be careful how we exit. Trace of trustworthiness. And excellency. Hallelujah. Now as a bishop, superintendent, overseer, leader. We must give no grounds for accusations. See people will always come and accuse people. Especially anointed men and women of God. People will always come and try to put their mouth on anointed men and women of God. Women of truth and men of truth. People will always come and accuse because the devil is an accuser of the brethren. He will always come and put something in. See, it is dangerous when somebody's mind is, 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 is being manipulated. Somebody that's going through depression or oppression or stress. Because the enemy knows that is his way in. And it's so dangerous because they can really hear the voice of God because they're hearing God's voice, they're hearing their voice, and they're hearing the devil's voice. So they don't know the difference. And the enemy knows this, the airway that he can come in through. And if he can paint the right picture, they will look at that picture and they will stare at that picture and say, ah, oh, this is the best picture I ever saw. Well, really, it's the most ugliest picture in their sight. But because they're not sound. And the enemy knows when the mind is in delusion. The enemy knows when the mind is gone. 
Because that's the first thing he come in and type, the mind. The battlefield of the mind. Joyce Meyer, great book, you need to read it. I'm just saying. Because it's in the mind. So we have to be very careful not to give grounds to accusations. Now, when things even spoken and we know it's true, we still got to be careful how we put our mouth on people. Because God is the judge. Yes, we, we, we tell them the truth in love. And we do not walk with it. That is not trustworthy unto God. We remove ourselves. But at the end of the day, who are we to continue to put our mouth on them? No, 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 no. No grounds for accusation. That's the devil's count. See, you know those that's of the devil because they always got words of accusations against people. They always listen to what other people are saying. And the people that said it, that's just what they used to do and that's their job. They're going to find something little. You know, just because you correct people don't mean that you're mean. Just because you correct people don't mean that, oh, that was not, no. We have to tell people the truth. You know? Because sometimes people will take your past and make it look like your future. That's not me, honey. I may have, but I'm in the new now. Amen. So let me correct it to say, this is why I had to act that way. Not because I may be what you think I am, but when you understand your assignment, and who you are. Some angles and things that you have to go and say may not look or sit well with others to where they may not understand it. But long if you're not, it's not out of order. It's okay. Give no grounds for accusation. But be above reproach. Amen. So in King James Version it says, be blameless. The husband of one wife. Amen. Temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach. Sober-minded. We have to be sober-minded. A lot of times we put people in such positions, which it's the Holy Spirit that gives the gifts. It is the Holy Spirit that should lead us to push the gift that's in them out. Not call them what we think they are just to benefit the ministry. We're calling people prophets. That's not prophets. We're calling people apostles. That's not apostles. We're calling people pastors and teachers that are not. Who are we to judge who they are? Okay, we're not saying that we're there not because of us. But we see what they are because the Holy Spirit has spoken. And they know who they are. But when people keep on throwing hats on them, throwing on them, that's, the enemy begins to put in their mind that this is what it is. That's why the Bible says to be what? Sober-minded. When you're sober-minded, you're able to hear the Spirit of the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord will tell you things, speak to you. We all know our giftings. The Spirit of God has already told us our giftings. But some of us just not have moved in them. Some of us have let people push us out of them. Some people have allowed people to allow us to walk in them, but then put other things in us just to make us be a, a help to what they want done. We got to be very careful because people can be prostituting your gift just to benefit them when God is not in it. That's right. Remember, Judah and Jerusalem was prostituting. They were prostituting 
the things of God. That's why Jehovah was so angry with them and sent fires and sent Ezekiel to speak to the fire forest. Come on now to burn them up. Speak to the trees and the fire. Hey, I'm just saying. Are you serious? That's how angry God was because they were prostituting the things of God. So trustworthiness. Trustworthy. It says, if anyone aspires to be the office of an overseer, he desires a noble task. Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, respectable, honest, hospitable. We have leaders that's not even hospitable. They won't even offer people water. They wait for people to come and serve them water, come and bring their Bible, come and do this. Wait a minute. Can we ever get up and go let the people in the church door and just say, welcome, and here goes some water, and we welcome you to the ministry, or are we waiting for the usher to sit down? Don't sit them in the front row. That's for the leaders. Don't sit them in the front row. That is for this particular perceived person here. Sit them in the back. Sit them on the side. Or if they smell, if they ain't dressed right, put them all the way in the middle, in the back. Nobody can see them. What? That's not being hospital. Hospitalable. We are not hospitalable. We don't even welcome people in. Oh, come on in. Welcome. What's your name? What brings you here? Oh, no, they got to fill out a uh, visitor card. Okay, during the announcements, we welcome everybody. Your first time here, stand up. We welcome you to such and such, such and such. We never go around and say, oh, what's your name? What brought you here today? No, we got to be very careful how we give people the microphone, though. But at the end of the day, you don't have to give them a microphone. Just let them say what they say. Be able to have direction in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit would direct them, give them one or two minutes. Because sometimes people would come. You say, what's your name? They'll preach a sermon, right? So the Holy Spirit would give you the right words to say to cut them off, to sit them down for the next person. But at the end of the day, we don't even do those things. We don't welcome people. And yes, you got to be careful. Because some people come in just for the wrong motive. But God will show you and give you discernment to know. But I'm just saying as leaders, we have to be more hospitable. We have to welcome people in even when we go out and we're out different places. Even when we're not in the church, people don't even know we're pastors, we're teachers, we're apostles, we're evangelists. Hallelujah, we're prophets because now we're in the workforce, we're in the work area, we're in the marketplace. People don't even know what we do. Sometimes we're embarrassed. Amen. The Lord has given us the word. We're prophets. We're supposed to speak the word because they don't want to talk about Jesus. They don't want you to bring Jesus is on the work site. But don't you know when a person begins to talk about how good God is and what God is to them, that is the door open for you to talk about God because it's not like you're putting or throwing God on them or Jesus on them. Hallelujah. They have already opened up the door. How hospital are we? And we say we are leaders. We say we are bishops, overseers, supervisors, managers, co-workers. I'm just saying we have to be hospitable. Welcoming everybody. People is not right, okay? Still have to be hospitable. Don't you know how many people I know that talk about me, that I know that blah, 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 but I'm still hospitable. I'm still loving because I know there's just a spirit on them. Hallelujah. See, they, they hated Jesus. So anytime you come in contact with a demon that don't like God, don't you know he's not going to like you? He's not going to respect you. He's not going to want to get close to you. He's not going to want to be around you. Because there's truth in you. You're not perfect, but I'm just saying demons don't want truth. Devils don't want truth. 
Hallelujah. They want lies. Hospitable. Are we hospitable? And when we say we're leaders, we have ministries, big ministries, but are we hospitable? Are we being nice to people? That's one of the things. Able to teach. We're always prophesying. But could we teach the word of God? Not give it to wine. Oh, this right here. You got, I ain't going nowhere, but I'm right here. And I have to say this, and I'm speaking the truth, and I'm not condemning nobody, but this, the truth must be told. But this right here, we, we, we always make excuses that wine is okay. I'm just saying in the church. That's why when people come outside, the ones from outside, they come in the church, and then they get familiar with those in the church, and you bring out wine. Ah, are you serious? Now, they don't left the world, and they thought that coming in the church, they can run away from that demon. But you say, well, wine is okay. Then you got those that's so holy. Get on Facebook, talk about this, talk about that. But they got wine hidden in their garage. I'm just saying. If you don't drink wine, why are you serving people in your house wine? Ah, no wine. You're supposed to call ourselves Christians. I'm not condemning nobody because I drank wine, O-E, 4, 5, whatever. Now they got 1800. Okay, didn't know about 1800 back then. It was what, vodka? It was what, it was 151 G, and I'm just saying, come on, y'all. Now they got 1800, 1600, 1200. I'm just saying, I don't know, but it ain't God. When we pray that God can break, He can break, He can break that spirit. Hallelujah. Because I know I was a drunk. Hallelujah. But it was only God. I was a smoker. It was God. God. Not me. God. It was God. Not valid. Not greedy for money. We greedy for money because we don't want to give. We greedy. We come to the church to give a dollar, but go to Macy's and give a thousand. I'm just saying. Greedy. That's greedy. That's being greedy. Because you'd rather go spend your money on the name, on the clothing. That's not even praying for you. That's not even believing God for you. That's not even seeking the face of God for you. I'm just saying. That's what we do. We go put our money into things that's not even bringing deliverance to us. But when the landlord say pay, you got to pay. When Duke say pay, you better pay. But when God say pay, we never pay. We give him what's left over from Duke. We give him what's left over from Ray. We don't just take out our 10% before we pay everything. Like I say, I'm on commission. Off the bat, 10% has to come. No matter if I'm selling a $100,000 house, $400,000 house, million dollar thousand house, 10% has to come first. And I don't get paid every week. So that means that that check has to what? Pay bills for maybe the whole year. But guess what? His 10% got to come first. And then what's left is left, but God always do the rest. Thank you, Lord. I'm just saying. Gentle, not quarrelsome, not covetous. Amen. It says here, I like this. I'm amplified. I'm back here. It says, must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, circumspect and temperate and self-control. He must be, or she must be, sensible, well-behaved, 
dignified and led an orderly, meaning disciplined life, hospitable, showing love for and being a friend to believers, especially strangers or foreigners, or those that, I'm putting my own words right here, those that have even betrayed us, I'm just saying, talked about us, I'm just saying, don't like us, I'm just saying. Hallelujah. Not given to wine, not compatible, but gentle and considerate, not quarrelsome, but forbearing and peaceable and not a lover of money, meaning insatiable for wealth and ready to obtain it by crushable means. Hallelujah. He must rule his own household well, keeping his children under control for true dignity, commanding their respect in every way and keeping them respectful. Now, we can't force our children to do anything, and I don't know, but it just seems like People look and say, well, you in ministry, you know, we, the men and women of God that's in ministry, our children are sometimes the worst behaved children, not because that's the way we raised them, because the way we raised them was very, to be very respectful. And even though, yes, they still say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir, no, sir. Thank you, welcome. Do all the little hospital stuff, but their way of life, the walk that they're walking, we're looking like, no, 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 that's not right. God did not say that you're going to walk that way, but I know that there's a journey for each one, every last one of our child but if the truth can be told we need to continue to pray for our children because it's like those that have really obedient to the things of God sacrificing everything for God how the enemy tries to come in and try to um, make us look a certain way because of how our children is walking. But I pray that our children be delivered, our children be set free, that our children begin to walk according to the will of God and how God has called them to walk. Because God has instilled these qualities in them, the qualities of being obedient, the quality of being hospitable, and and and, and not being lovers of money, and 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 being a a, a wife um, to one husband and a husband to one wife. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there and not a man to a man and not a woman to a woman. That's not what God created. God didn't create man and man or woman to woman. God created man and woman. Hallelujah. Man and woman to be as one. Hallelujah. And I pray that the spirit of perversion be broken in Jesus name. Hallelujah. So I'm just saying. So at the end of the day, we look at that and we say, well, where did we mess up at? We be so hard on ourselves and we say, well, we did everything we do. Yes, we have done all we have done, can do. I know I'm a living, hallelujah, example. I know how I raised my children. I know what I've instilled into them. I wasn't always good in the beginning, but when I begin to know Christ and begin to walk in the things of God, hallelujah, I begin to set an example for not only my children, but my family, amen, and not to say that I'm better than them or I'm more than them or whatever, but I believe as we set the example, the Lord God begins to change them according to how we walk. They're only going to see Jesus in us and how we talk, how we walk, how we dress, how we move, how we do what we do in hell. Glory to God. They may not never pick up a Bible. They may never go to church. They may never hear a sermon. But if we're living upright and being obedient and truthful to the things of God, maybe one day, one day they will turn their life around. Maybe one day, one day they may repent and turn back to God. Hallelujah. So all I'm saying is mothers and fathers, quit beating up on yourself. Men and women of God, we have instilled and did all that we can do. And yes, they're not some 